amicable salutations. It's me, Torley Linden, of course. And, oh, I've gone shopping, it seems, thanks to Tudor Claxton, who made this avatar. If you're wondering, where are the watermelons? Look closely. There's green and pink right there. And there's more melons. Haha. <laughs> anyway, let's get started. In today's tip of the week, I'm going to cover the graphics preferences. What you need to know, a guided tour is showing you what just about everything in there does. Follow me and let's come along. Edit menu and preferences and graphics. Now by default, it's a simple slider. And normally if you click recommended settings, it'll optimize depending on your hardware. If you have supported hardware, and I highly do recommend that, meet the system requirements or meet the system recommendations even better, then you should be able to enjoy all of the graphics options in their glorious entirety. Otherwise, you may not be able to turn some of them on. I also advise you to upgrade your graphics drivers to the newest stable versions, whether you're on NVIDIA or ATI. Now, enough of that talk, there's time for more show. Ah, so custom, this button, it enables all these options under here, because normally you can one-click set it, right? Like set it to mid, for example, set it back to low, and custom will give you more granular control. There we go, a lot of options, and you may say, oh my gosh, this looks complicated. Well, there are a few simple principles which you should remember. For example, sliders to the left will mean that they are faster, the performance will be faster, and the quality will be less such as mesh detail for objects, you turn to the left, it'll be low, to the right, it'll be high. This principle is true for all of them. Generally also, checking things will turn on options and make things slower, with some exceptions, such as avatar imposters, which I shall show you later. It's one of my favorite viewer optimizations. Boosts your frame rate. Okay, so let's, let's start right here at the shaders part. That's a, that's a nice starting place. Bump mapping and shiny. We may remove this in the future, just about everyone can have this turned on, okay? So, if I'm going to res a cube right here, with that off, let me zoom in, texture, shiny, see, it does nothing. But when I turn this on, now it has shiny. If I move my camera, shiny, 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 you can set it shiny high, and the bump mapping refers to this bumpiness. We don't yet have support for custom bump maps and normal maps, but we will hope to in the future with materials. That's our keyword for having a versatile system of objects that can woo, get beyond this. But right now you see you can add extra depth, make it look more 3D with these bump maps. Okay, so you can combine those and it looks pretty cool that way, sorta. The sky's not supposed to be white that way. I think there's something buggy with that. Not supposed to blink on and off. That is, though, because I don't have basic shaders even on. If I'm going to turn basic shaders on, then the world, let me just close that, it's going to look more beautiful. So let me just angle up there and then turn basic shaders. Okay, there should be subtle differences and the terrain should also get sharper. By the way, if your terrain looks splotchy, set it to high. See, crisper detail right there. This would normally be grayed out on higher end configurations. When I turn on the basic shaders, there we go, you see right there, well the water, I mean, I meant the water looks nicer already. See, notice it with it off. Oh, the water is like uh, inky. Then when it's on, woo, it's gonna get better. Things gonna get better, getting better all the time. Okay, now, 
atmospheric shaders. If you've heard of Windlight, that's the code name for our atmospheric rendering technology, providing physically accurately modeled lighting effects and atmospheres and environments. Woo! So when I turn this on, notice the, the sky, it'll light the ground. It'll have a greater dynamic range. It'll just look more realistic, put it that way. And the sky will have nicer clouds and stuff. Yeah, there we go. See, so now I got this. It's more noticeable at some times of day. Like if I was to go to world menu, environment settings and sunrise. Okay, note how the sun looks. Ooh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And if I turn off those shaders, then it's going to look not so beautiful. The clouds have gone away. It looks anemic and it's just fading out. And ah, it's not supposed to turn like white like that. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's kind of pale. Mm, it's flashing at me. That seems buggy. But I'm just turning it back on. If you can possibly turn that on, if your card, GPU, your graphics card has DirectX 9 or higher, shader support, you should be able to. And next, water reflections. This does what you think it should do. However, it is rather taxing and may cause a severe performance hit, depending on your system. On higher end systems, not so much. But the best way to find out, try it, right? Ooh, I hear the sound of dropping boxes or something. Let me go back to midday and I'll turn it on and off to show you. So I'm with the waters and we don't have reflections, although the water looks quite nice. So I turn them on. Okay, that was a subtle change. You notice that? If I put something over the water, oh, this is very, probably very recognizable. Uh, okay. Oh, it has levels. Levels of, okay, so terrain and trees. This means linden trees, not resident created ones out of prims. So notice those aren't going to be reflected. But static objects, you can move these, go up cumulatively, successively, I mean. And then you start to turn on extra details. Let me get my avatar on top of the water so you can see. And actually, what I can do here is I can go to World, Environment Settings, and Environment Editor. I want to change the water and make it glassy. That way you can easier see the reflections because it's glassy, like fill up glass. Da, 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 da. Okay. Now I will turn on all avatars and objects. And there, there you see, my avatar is a reflection. Before I was a vampire or something like it, but now I'm not, see? Then it adds that. So terrain, all static objects, all avatars and objects, and now everything. Everything has a benefit also of, you may not have noticed a difference there, but if there were things like particles, that would have uh, shown up. Oh, let me let me show you quickly, actually. There's a, a particle, I think there's a waterfall. Well, not a waveform, waterfall, waterfall particle system. Let me just quickly do this. Don't mean to rush you, but just to show you a quick demonstration. I know you don't have a lot of time sometimes and you wanna get this information nice and quick. Uh, let me just copy that and just paste it in there. Oh, it's going slow. Oh, no, that's not my library. It's confusing. Uh, da, 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 da. It's kind of moving slowly. Ah. There we go. There we go. Okay, so waterfalls, right? Uh, I mean, waterfall particle. This is just a particle system. It's emitting some fine mist. And we put it over the water like that. Okay. And then, as you can see, the particles are also reflected. Normally, if you don't have that everything, then they're not going to be. So it adds extra detail. Sometimes uh, there's things that like, let's see, night, I think. Let me just check this to be quick. Yeah, you notice the stars. If you look very closely, the stars are also reflected in the water. Kind of hard to see that, but it's beautiful. That's what you need to be. Beautiful. Okay, 
Well, before we, Avatar Imposters is like the, the tour de force here. <laughs> I'll get to that, I promise. Draw distance, how far you can see off into the distance, as it says. You turn this up higher, and it'll let you see further. So 64 is the lowest. Now you crank it up, and you can see further. You notice there's trees, and there's gonna be other things. Keep in mind, the higher you set it, the slower Second Life will be, because it needs to render all these objects. And if you're looking a very far way away, that's gonna be a lot more resource usage. Ooh, it's already kind of, but you see there's, there's parts of this building appearing here. Slide it back down. Usually 128, 192 is typical. See how it works for you though. That's what it does though, right? Max particle count. Oh, this is a good one since we have a particle emitter right here. You can control how many particles you see on screen at one time. Too many may be so-called laggy. So if you turn them all the way off, you're not gonna have any. And you can turn them all the way up, then you're gonna see more on screen at one time. Typically, you can set this about 4,096. That's the typical number. Post-process quality. Okay, you're like, what is that? And by the way, there's this question mark here. You can always click this to get help. So like it says, sets the resolution and with which glow is rendered. Now, let's have a look at glow. Right click and just gonna drag this up. Now, many of these graphics options are within the texture tab and glow is too. So I can set glow. Okay, the object is glowing. I just move these little, they're called spinners, these little arrows here, the spinner. And then I can set it to high. Let's see if that makes a visible difference for us. Maybe easier to see this in the dark since it's glowing. Okay, or maybe not. Well, we can set the glow higher. Let's see, glow to high. There's only two settings there. Yeah, there's a subtle, it's subtle. So, see how that goes for you. Ah, mesh detail. So I'm looking at a detailed mini map of sorts, not the same as this mini map, but it's right out here in the open. It's got sculpted prims. It's got a fair amount of very small and detailed geometry. So this is a good candidate for the preferences and the mesh detail objects, because when I set it to low, it'll reduce the number of polygons, which means objects will look crappier, but they'll they won't impose as much of a rendering burden. Notice that? Okay, so now they look very, very, they don't look the same as before, and notice how the round things, they look more like, kind of like a hexagon platforms. When we scale it up to maximum, the high, then it gets better looking. And sometimes stuff may, uh, may still look residually artifacted, I mean, de degraded like that, so move your camera in and out to adjust that. Low, high. So that's what that does. Flexi prims, that is, okay, let me get a flexi prim here. I haven't noticed, I think there may be a bug with this, which it doesn't work unless that was fixed. If I create something, let me create a flexi prim. Let me just stretch out this prim. Ah, I love giving you illustrated examples of stuff. And in the features tab, you notice right here, flexible path. This makes it all wiggly, wiggly prim. Okay, we can't quite see the wiggliness yet. Let me just drag it up and it'll get wiggly when I start wiggling it. Ooh, wiggles. Now notice it's literally a flexible prim. This likely has an effect when there's a lot of them on the screen at once, or it should, and then it controls the smoothness of how they wiggle. I'm gonna make a few more. They're kind of like those wavy tube men, guys. You see it, some used car sale places. Okay, um, bum, bum, bum. Let's see, 
I'm just copying a whole bunch of them. I mean, I'm going to clean up after. I'm not going to be bad about this. A lot of these, okay. So then I can wiggle them. Let's see if it makes a difference, though. <laughs> That's what I came here to show you. Okay, so they're they're kind of smooth. They're moving slowly. Let's see if we move to high. Does it make a difference? Let's see, low. Hmm. Well, it doesn't seem to be much of an apparent difference. Wild Glide reported as a bug. May still be a problem. Let's move on. We are here at Linden World Lobby. Trees, trees, the magical food or something like that. Tree mesh detail controls the detail of linden trees. And how do you know if it's a linden tree? Well, the, probably the easiest way is just to right click and edit. And if you notice these are grayed out, then it's a linden tree. You can't, you can't script a linden tree and they have a number of limits. They're, they're strange that way. Also, it doesn't glow. Notice like other objects. I have a tutorial on the trouble with linden trees. But anyway, so you'll notice if I move to low, from a further distance, they're probably gonna look more like cardboard cutouts. And if I move it to high, they should become richer. Yeah, yeah, see. It's kind of inconsistent sometimes, but notice low, high, low, they look really anemic. They look just like flat and then high. And of course, high will make them render slower too as you get closer. Dun, 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 dun. Avatars. Oh, this would probably be a good one for a crowded place. I'm just teleporting from scene to scene here. Let me go to a place with a lot of avatars and see what we can show you with that, Des, eh? Hmm. Actually, avatars used in correlation with avatar imposters. That would be useful. So let's save this one for a little bit later, okay? Uh, terrain. Yeah, this is a good one for a bumpy place. I should show you somewhere that has... Oh, even this would do, actually. Some place with curves, okay. So when terrain mesh detail is low, the terrain may look more uh, jagged. It's not going to look as organic and flowing. When it's high, notice. High, low. High, low. This becomes most apparent at mountains. Uh, let, me, let me show you a good mountain range for that. Mountain range found and located. Okay, notice terrain has a level of detail, meaning when you zoom in, of course, it gets more detailed, more roundy. But when you're off like this and terrain is low, oh, it looks uh, it looks like an, a 90s video game. So when I make it a high, notice, ooh, better, low, high, low, high. And by the way, I know some of you are going to ask, and I should cover this in a future video tutorial, in advanced menu and debug settings here, there are a bunch of things which will enhance your quality in addition to this power user tweakage. So for now, I'm just going to show the basics. If you're curious, you can watch that later. Low, high, low, high. They're like doing the dance. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I like that song. And sky mesh detail, finally, of all these mesh details, it just makes the, the sky look better, of course. If you set to low, they're, they're going to look blockier. This is most noticeable with some types of suns, I think. If I set it to a sunset, then let's go here. Triangles in the sky will go low. See, notice? So it's not so round. It's a little bit off. Then high. Low, high, low, high. And let's see here. Let me grab a custom preset I did. Some of my presets illustrate this really, really well. Okay, I uh, have a lot of them, don't I? Ooh, that's crazy. Okay, I think this one has, a, yeah. Okay, notice how blocky that looks. Doesn't look natural at all. Low, high, low, high, low, high. This can be pretty taxing too, depending on your setup. So again, watch your performance. If things start to feel really slow, you can always go back. That's pretty cool. 
Lighting detail. Oh my gosh, you need to know about this. This is great. This is for what they call local or point lights. These are controlled through objects that are lit in the features. Let me see here. I'll just go back to a normal sort of, let me go to midnight, Ashley. It'll be dark. Doo -doo -doo. And I'm gonna res a cube again, as I often do. <laughs> and it features right here, light. This is what makes it a light prim, lit prim, okay? And then I can zoom in and it's not going to be lit up because lighting detail, it's only the sun and moon. But when you turn on nearby local lights, and then it should pop open and, I mean, not pop, pop open literally, but you should see there's a light here, right? And you can change the color of the light to different things. Important consideration, however, only the six nearest lights to your avatar you're gonna see. This is due to an OpenGL graphics protocol limit. If you got more than that, you're not gonna see them, okay? So notice there's three, right? And then there's like three more. We can make this, uh, this line. You can adjust them one at a time. Well, they're all green. You can see they're, they're clearly emanating light. So six. However, notice if I make another three. Oh, see the ones in the middle, they don't, they don't have light right now because they're not selected. But when I deselect, only the six nearest to me are going to be lit. Just like that. See? And then if I move these ones closer to me, my avatar right there, then these ones aren't going to be lit. So keep that in mind if you're wondering, oh, Darn it, I crashed. Oh my gosh. Pardon about that. After the crash, my preferences graphics here were reset, but that's okay. I can keep illustrating various principles. Hardware skinning. You should generally turn this on if you can. If you're on older hardware that's unsupported, this may cause problems. There's a probability of that. What it does is it's a slight acceleration for your avatar rendering. Turn it off if it, you think, oh, doing stuff. And if once that's on, notice that avatar cloth is also enabled. Avatar cloth means that you have something like, notice an avatar mesh. Let me, oh my gosh, this is a lot of boxes. Let me just turn these off. I know now I look so naked. Uh, it's not, it's not technically, you know, I'm, <laughs> that's weird. So if you're wearing mesh clothing in appearances, keep in mind like a mesh skirt, this would be a mesh skirt right under here. Or not a shirt, I mean, I mean skirt. Then, avatar cloth, when cloth is on, it means it'll ripple. Okay, let's see. Let's see if we can see an example of that. It's off. So it's not rippling. It's not rippling in the wind when I fly. But when I turn it on, this adds a, an extra touch. It may be nice, it may be distracting. So now, avatar cloth is on. And now notice, look very closely. There's some rippling action there. Very subtle, look at that. Well, you didn't mean to see that. Okay, see. It's kind of like my, my buttocks there are, are rippling. <laughs> and yeah, so it has a good effect. It's noticeable with longer kinds of coats. Next up, and remember, a good guideline is if you're confused, you can just click one of these and then with custom open, it'll show you all the details that went into making that. So you can say, hey, okay, I know what this is roughly equivalent to and what settings specifically make up the high setting versus the mid setting, for example. Then you can compare and say, hmm, okay, I want to tweak this and this is a little bit better to taste. If you want to go out, pick out on your graphics Buffet, then Ultra is the way to go. Yeesh. And speaking of Ultra, in a way, in a manner of speaking, 
Hardware options. This has additional options above these, which may increase quality even more. Click that button, and this will come up. Filtering. Anisotropic filtering. You're like, what the heck is that? You can look it up on Wikipedia. But long story short, objects with textures at oblique or not right on angles, they will look slightly sharper. This may be kind of hard for me to show because of the, the video. When I record a video, there's some deterioration. It's fine details. But you can compare it on and off. Try making some objects that are in the, in the far distance and have textures, like say a sign with text on it. Anti-aliasing is more noticeable. We added this recently. This is good because before you had to go to your graphics driver's preferences. Now, the big thing about anti-aliasing is it smooths out jaggies. If you think Second Life looks too jaggy, you can turn this up. I can go up to 16. Depends on your graphics hardware. You may not be able to tame this. Some can go even more than that. But if you disable it, let me, let me see if I can show you. This, this is one of the biggest determinants, especially if you take photographs, a lot of snapshots in Second Life. This will impact the quality of those. So let's see here. Okay, if you can see the edges, look at the fine edges of this hut thing. And let me turn off. Okay, so when I disable it and okay, the screen will blank for a while. And it'll just take a moment to switch resolution, as it says. Okay, just give that some time. And I hope it doesn't kill me. There we go. And notice, look, I'm going to zoom in, obviously, on this. This jaggier, right? You can see it's jaggier. Hardware options and make it back to four. Okay. And now, smoother. So play with that. The higher, the better. What it anti-aliasing does, it renders a scene the number of multiple times that it actually is shown, and then it, and it scales it down. So it obviously it's it's more it 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 can slow things down. But for the price you're paying, it can look very nice. Make it look like second life look nicer. Okay, gamma. This and fog distance ratio are grayed out. Now the reason why is because. Let me go back here. Atmospheric shaders overrides them with controls of its own. If I were to disable the atmospheric shaders again, in hardware options, you'll notice I can set my gamma. Doo -doo -doo. I don't find it too useful. And fog distance ratio, this, con this contains basically how, how much fog is. If you set it low, then things will, should look foggier. Yeah, but it doesn't really work too well. You know, it's only the trees are foggier there. I think that's kind of broken. It's not working the way it should. So I don't really bother with that. I just keep atmospheric shaders on. And you probably want to keep it usually far so that things don't look weird like that. Texture memory. This is normally auto-detected to how much you have on your graphics card. If you have like SLI, SLI, um, or ATI's crossfire, this sometimes some occurrences may auto-detect wrong, in which case you can override it. I personally have not noticed a big difference between setting it, say, lower and higher that much. You don't want to set it tremendously low because then you're probably going to end up with flickering textures because they all can't get loaded in memory. I'd say set it to 128 and up typically, but see what works best for you. This really depends on your specific hardware. This is why we let you override it. In the past, we didn't. Ah, yes, okay. We got to get to Avatar Imposters. So let me find a, a club with a lot of people. T-Dub and the club, Shizzle. <laughs> and we are here now. 
Notice how some of these avatars, they're animating less smoothly, and they look like they have sort of fringy edges. This is because Avatar Imposters is on. Avatar Imposters is a pretty cool feature. You may ask, why would you want to imposter someone? What well, doesn't literally mean you're gonna fake someone out like that. It means avatars in the distance are gonna be drawn representationally like a 2D cardboard cutout. Think of old Nintendo games, right? Where someone had a two cycle walk. So it means they're gonna be animated and look somewhat less smooth. The trade-off is a performance boost. I can exhibit this and I've shown this before, but let me show you here today, since you're watching this, view menu and statistics bar. Let's compare this basic frames per second, okay? This is 10, it's, it's okay. And if I turn Avatar Imposters off, now it should slow down noticeably. Yes, notice how there's a slight performance hit. Now if I turn Avatar Imposters back on, it raises back up. This is because by having to render these further avatars, and thank you to Rinate Linden for the explanation, then having using less cycles like that results in a performance gain. And if you think avatars are becoming blocky too close, this is precisely because avatar mesh detail, it correlates. So by high, it means avatars become imposters at further distances. If you want a greater performance boost, set avatar mesh detail to low, and avatars will become imposters at nearer distances. So again, it's a trade-off. Do what's best for you. Notice now the avatars that are nearer, they look somewhat blocky. However, I'm experiencing a performance gain. And then remember, turning it off will slow down performance. This works great on a lot of systems. However, if you have older unsupported Intel integrated graphics card, it's probably best to turn it off. You may experience some artifacts or other weirdness. And that's in line with what I recommended before. There's a lot of crazy sounds here. So remember, the power is really in your hands. Avatar Imposters is great with crowd scenes. Keep it on, and if you want people to become imposters at further distances, then set it to high. Let me go back in there in the club to demonstrate. You can tweak any of these just about any time you want. If custom is off, of course it's simple, but it's good to gain an understanding of what each one of these does. Then you can fine tune your experience and maximize your enjoyment of Second Life. If you consider all these options and what each one of them does and you learn through time by, by observation, just by seeing what each one does and of course watching this video, thanks for watching, you'll clearly gain a better knowledge and feel more confident about using stuff. <laughs> so that's the graphics preferences in Second Life for you. I hope you've had a good time. There's certainly more things to cover. Like I mentioned in advance, there's additional hidden options. And over time, we've optimized this. Like before, it used to be three tabs, and now it's one, making it simpler. I've been Torley Linden. I'm going to see what else is going on here. I see they're using some glow and some other techniques. All these things put together comprise what you see and enjoy and experience in Second Life. Thanks for watching this video tutorial. 
please rate, comment, favorite, and subscribe to my videos on YouTube if you like them. It helps them grow, grow, grow. And if you have any questions and comments for me, go ahead and email me, torley at lindenlab.com. I'd be glad to hear about your video tutorial curiosities and inquisitions, not in the bad sense, inquiries. Woo, and I have stepped into the glow and I'm going to so-called duck out for now. Stay tuned for more video tutorials. 